Welcome to the Real Estate Mortgage Shop program, where we offer solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com. Good morning, Memphis. Good morning to American homeowners, borrowers, and aspiring homeowners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer. Join the conversation today, January 23rd, 2016, as we talk about liftoff, new TRID real estate and lending guidelines, all systems go, real estate and lending professionals have had a few months to to discover the new best practices for getting borrowers through the required government TRID, know-before-you-owe methods of processing and closing mortgage loans. Today, we're going to explain what TRID is, how it affects home buyers and borrowers, and we're going to talk about some of the best practices we have found to work, uh, making the loan processing and closing a little smoother and quicker for our clients. If you want to join us while we're Live, call the studio at 901-535-9732 and outside the Memphis area, 800-474-9732. If you're on Twitter, make your comments to hashtag J.O. Garner or just shoot me an email at J.O. at jogarner.com and you can connect with me at jogarner.com. In the studio today, we have Joe Rojas, marketing uh, rep for Fernley Martin and McDonald. Joe has over 15 years experience in the loan closing business, and he's very attentive to implementing systems and practices that uh, smooth away for his clients. I can say he takes great care of my clients. So Joe, just take a moment to greet our listeners and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do at Fernley Martin and McDonald Law Firm. Thank you, Joe. Good morning. Um, I recently joined the Fernley Martin McDonald. Um, they are a uh, big uh, law firm that specializes, or they do a lot of real estate transactions that can help uh, with five attorneys there. They can uh, basically assist in everything regarding any commercial, industrial, residential uh, real estate transaction. They're also the, um, the HUD-approved closer for the state of Tennessee. So, uh, you know, we can handle basically all facets of a real estate closing. Um, our office is located at 6389 North Quell Hollow in Memphis, Tennessee, 38120, and the number is 767-6200, and my number is 901-289-5821, and I'm always available. Yes, you are. He's always available, and we'll have some more information about Joe Rojas on jogarner.com, the blog from today's show. And, uh, Joe, I kind of feel like an astronaut in training throughout uh, 2015 when we were getting ready for the October 3rd, 2015 changeover to the know-before-you-owe, you know, lending guidelines that went into effect. And these new TRID, and TRID means Truth and Lending RESPA Integrated Disclosure. So now you know why they call it just know-before-you-owe instead of all of that. But they were put in place by uh, Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, and the primary purpose uh, was to consolidate some of these disclosure forms and slow down the mortgage process so that consumers have a have time to review the terms and make a more informed borrowing decision. Hence, that's why they call it know before you owe, I guess. We've processed and we've closed several mortgages for our clients since fall of 2015. 
And uh, today we're going to share some of the best practices that we found helps uh, home buyers and borrowers to get to closing quicker in, and with uh, less hassle. But let's take a moment to look at the trajectory of our mortgage market uh, for the week January 18th through January 22nd, 2016. Uh, during the last few days, the stock market was showing heavy losses fueled by fear of repercussions from the situation with the Chinese economy and the drop in oil prices. And then yesterday, the price on equities abruptly changed course and thrust upward, pulling mortgage rates uh, with them in tow. Uh, even with yesterday's course change, the mortgage rates remain at a two-month low, closing out the day with the uh, 30-year fixed rate, no points, around 3.875 to the low fours, 15-year rates around low to mid threes. Uh, you can call me for rates on so many other mortgage programs like the veteran loan, the 100% positions loan. We've got some special assistance programs. We've also got some really good pricing on jumbo programs. I think the next big course change could occur, though, next week with the Fed announcement. And, you know, one thing to, <clears throat> to remember is that uh, when the market reduces, when the stock market reduces, that the rates actually do go down. Uh, I know the, that a lot of been, there's been a lot of talk with the Fed uh, increasing the, uh, the basis points by 25 basis points, basically, and everybody thinks, hey, rates are going up. But actually, that only dictates HELOCs, auto loans, credit cards, things of that sort. You know, 30-year mortgage rates are dictated by the 10-year bond, right. and that which is dictated really by the stock market. So mm -hmm. stock market goes down, the price of the bond goes up, meaning that the interest rate— The, the yield the, on the, the bond yield, goes up. The yield, uh -huh. Yeah, so the, the rates actually go down. So, you know, it's a good opportunity right now to, uh, you know, to take advantage of that. Just like Absolutely. you said, it's, it's a two-month low, and there's a reason for that. So. There's a reason for that, and you know, and if you are in an adjustable rate that's tied to like the Fed rate, and if the Fed really does keep going up on their rate like they say they are, you know, take a look at uh, refinancing that uh, a variable rate mortgage into something that's low and fixed for you. It's a good opportunity. Well, I tend to think that a bunch of families made buying a uh, buying a home one of their New Year's resolutions because right after New Year's, my phone started ringing and uh, my Cracker Jack assistant, Susan Ballou, and I've been coming in early and we've been staying late to make sure our clients feel the love from us. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I want them to know that we're going to get them safely to their destination. Lots of our clients are writing offers to buy houses and uh, and a larger percent are just refinancing. We haven't seen a lot of refinances until, like the, like you said, the last couple of months when these rates drops, rates dropped. And with the uh, rates dropping, instead of gambling over into the opposite direction, I believe the winners in this market are people who have uh, like a 5% interest rate or even a little higher. And the mortgage refinancing, shortening the term on the mortgage and all of that, um, it's really going to be good for them. And if you're stuck because you don't have enough money to close, call me. If you have, uh, if somebody's told you you don't have enough income to qualify, call me. You can call me on the air right now, uh, January 23rd, 901-535-9732. Or uh, connect with me at jogarner.com. Especially if you're self-employed, uh, I take I take the time and I know how to find those deductions in the back pages of your tax return that we can legally add back to income. But uh, today is the day to make your plan, work your plan, and if that deal works for you today, do it today.
You know, one thing to remember is that, you know, the mortgage business is not an exact science. It's never been an exact science. And just like I mentioned, you know, you can do 10 loans and it'll be different on every single one of them. Mm -hmm. Well, now with the new changes to the regulation of the TRID, um, you know, we've added another variable to the whole mix, you know. And uh, one of the things for the consumers to know is that they need, just need to be, there has to be a little patience because mm -hmm. now we've, despite the fact that the, the legislation has tried to Simplified things has actually made it a little more complicated, and we can go over that in a little bit. Sure. Well, Joe, uh, I have to confess that today with our topic being liftoff, new TRID, real estate and lending guidelines, all systems go. We're kind of on a NASA theme this morning, and uh, I've always been fascinated by rocket science and space travel and uh you know, I had some of my favorite movies like Star Wars that just came out, uh, The Force Awakens, and that Matt, Matt Damon and The Martian. <laughs> they just gets me so excited about the possibilities that we have of one day maybe mining uh, stuff we need from asteroids and new discoveries about black holes and dark matter and seeing other planets. I mean, even living on other planets. Uh, in The Force Awakens and some of the earlier Star Wars movies, and especially in The Martian, our favorite characters are presented with these seemingly impossible odds, and yet they don't give up, but they just keep pushing through to win. And I love the mortgage business, too, and it got me thinking this week at the correlation between rocket science and uh, rocket launches and the launch of new things in our financial industry. We're all on a mission into the future, which is an unknown yet to be discovered. And and just like when you set out to buy a house or get a mortgage, you consider where you want to go. You consider lots of factors in getting there. You have to make your plan. You have to work your plan to make it happen. And if the deal works for you today, of course, uh, we're going to we're gonna do it today. But stay tuned. We've got some more best practices we're going to share with you and some other good information. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and we'll see you guys back in just a moment. Hi, I'm Sonia Bolster from Montrose, California, and you are listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And now, back to your host, Joe Garner. Coming up on 45 And you're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, 
I'm your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer, and we're talking with Joe Rojas, who is with Fernley Martin and McDonald Law Firm. We're talking about liftoff, new TRID real estate and lending guidelines, all systems go. Kind of got a little NASA theme going here. Joe and I are sitting up here wearing uh, the actual... NASA launch suits. We're just having a little fun, you know, playing on a Saturday morning. But we've got Gary with us on the line. And Gary, we're so glad you joined us on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. How can we help you today? Okay. Um, about four years ago, we had to go through bankruptcy, my yes. wife and I. Mm-hmm. And the letter of affirmation evidently never got sent to the mortgage company. Now, we've been... Uh, when you say, excuse me, when you say letter of affirmation was never sent to the mortgage company, you mean uh, you were trying to you were trying to put the mortgage under the bankruptcy, but nothing was ever solidified on that, Gary? No, no, we wanted we wanted to keep the house. Right, right. And uh, I guess it's called a letter of affirmation from right. the from the court say, stating that we were going to keep the house. Right. And when I called the mortgage company. Um, they told me when they get that letter, they can only report from the day of that letter that, that my payments are on time. Right, Although that is correct. For, for the last four years, they've been ahead or on time or ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know how to uh, how to straighten this out because I don't think that's really fair. Well, they're not the fact that they're not reporting your your uh, mortgage history, correct? Yes. Okay. Well, you're right about that, and if you have, if you if you still have contact with the bankruptcy attorney, they can, uh, and you may have something to add to this too, Joe. You may be able to get documentation sit, sent subsequently. Also, yeah. as far as qualifying for a mortgage right away, we have had clients in your exact situation, and we just uh, send a an official verification of mortgage form with them to fill out certain little areas in there so that we can get it manually added to our report but that's not helping your credit score joe did you have anything joe rojas did you have anything to add to that i think they have to um the lenders basically can't have to stop reporting when they once they receive the the document that uh, that the consumer filed the, the bankruptcy but afterwards when everything is is uh completed i mean they should it comes back to once it's finalized it should come back to the full reporting status and apparently probably went to one department stopped completely and when everything was reaffirmed it never uh, kind of came back so it's probably something that yeah the the, um, the attorney would have to probably get back to the uh the, the mortgage company and probably kind of mm-hmm. get them involved a little bit and as a mortgage officer, Gary, I don't necessarily deal with the title. You know, I mean, as far as the mortgage reporting and all of that after the loan is done. But what I what I can do is get a verification of uh, mortgage filled out and have it manually added to our loan uh, credit file. Yeah, but there's no way I can get them to add it to my my credit score. I'd, I'll be honest with you. I don't know the answer to that, but I will certainly fi- try yeah. to find an answer you for you, Gary. Yeah, you, you stumped the chump today. I, I don't know the answer to your question. Yeah, because, you know, I want to get another VA loan, and I know I can't get it if my credit score isn't right. Exactly. And uh, one of the things you can do right away is if you have a revolving account like a credit card, if you will pay down the balance on that revolving account to under 30% of your total credit limit. So, like, if you had a $1,000 credit limit, you paid it 
it down under um, 300 and kept it there, that's 30, oh. that's 35% uh, of your score right there is the revolving activity. They, that might help you. Well, my wife's got a credit card. They won't give me one for some reason. <laughs> and uh, uh, we've always paid on time on that. We only owe a couple hundred dollars, so. Well, that's the first thing I would do is maybe if your wife's going to be on the loan with you, get get her hers paid down. Maybe you can be a, an authorized user on her card. Those are kind of things you can do right now until you can get the other worked out. But I so appreciate you listening and calling into our show, Gary, and love to talk with you after the show, and maybe we can drill into this other issue a little bit deeper. Well, I appreciate that, and thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. And uh, you know what? We've got a new segment coming up, Joe. Uh, we've got the um, we've got the talk shop business tip for real estate professionals. So we're going to talk shop a little bit with the talk shop business tip for real estate professionals. And we have one of our talk shop advertisers on the line. Uh, talk shop is a marketing company offering free education and networking to anyone interested in real estate or in business. And talk shop is um, made possible by the financial support of our sponsors and our advertisers. Uh, for more about talk shop, you can go to talk shop, S-H-O-P-P-E.com. And uh, our talk shop advertiser today is Pat Goldstein. She's a realtor with Cry Like here in Memphis. And, Pat, you've been a realtor for like over 30 years in the Memphis area, and you've helped uh, helped and educated so many of us at Talk Shop with your wealth of uh, real estate knowledge. What is our talk shop business tip for real estate professionals today, Pat? Hey, Joe and Joe. <laughs> it's a Joe and Joe show today. Really, and you've got me wondering, what would the new um, PRID regulations do if you were buying a house on Mars? Well, <laughs> we'll have to ask Matt Damon because he's, I think, the king of the castle over there in, in, on Mars. Really? Well, as far as, as far as a tip goes, these regulations are so new that a lot of people are running around, you know, in a quandary wondering, What's up next? And my suggestion is to, to go to your lender, and I know you, Joe, have helped a lot with this, and get a list, a timeline of what's going to happen when. That way you can be prepared for each of the, the changes that are coming about. Uh, all of the waiting periods and other guidelines that are making things confusing for realtors and buyers alike and difficult for sellers as well because they're the, basically a victim of all of these changes. And it's a new frontier, I think, for, for anybody who's um, getting started buying or refinancing right now, Pat. But we do right. have a timeline. We do have a timeline specific to each file. And it does take a lot of the hassle out of it if you can just lean on a good, experienced lender, a, a good, experienced realtor like yourself, a uh, good title company, you know, people who have been through the drill, they know uh, what to expect and when to expect it. That way you don't, as a borrower or as a home buyer, you don't have to worry so much about it if you're, if you're communicating with your, uh, your team. Right. And the other thing is to make sure that the buyers have everything that they need when the time comes to present the offer what what i mean by that is everything they need to give to the lender the all the places 
that they need to check mm-hmm. their verifications. Mm-hmm. And if you've got all of that together right away, then it can be started quickly. And the delays are still there, but they aren't as long because right. you've already taken care of it. Pat, you are so right, and um, hopefully we can hear back from you later in the show. I appreciate Pat Goldstein with Cry Like. She is our talk shop advertiser today who is offering our talk shop uh, business tip for real estate professionals. Thank you, Pat. You're welcome. Joe, um, T-minus two minutes till we have to go to Fox News. So uh, can you share with us a little bit about the disclosure process? I know that things have changed. Used to the mortgage company would, I mean, the title company would would prepare the initial closing disclosure. That's like the old HUD one that shows you how much money you need and details out where, you know, what it's for and all that. Now it's called the closing disclosure. So, uh, but now the lenders do it and then we give it to you. So what are you seeing in that, with that? Well, one of the biggest things was the need regulation mandated that the lenders issue these closing disclosures because of the liability uh, attached with it. So the lenders decided that it's better for them to issue it in order for them to avoid any type of liability with all the, um, you know, all the numbers going out for the disclosure purposes. So what basically has happened is with the, with the disclosures going out, um, the numbers are not coming out accurately because they have to come out for disclosure purposes. Right. So a lot of times we're seeing uh, consumers receiving multiple disclosures where before, when we were in, in charge of preparing the, the final numbers, we would be going back and forth with, with the closing departments and so mm-hmm. forth. And when, we, when the final number was issued, that was it. Mm-hmm. And, and now what we see is multiple disclosures going out because of a disclosure purpose, not because we're trying to issue final numbers. And, and sometimes things get lost in, in the shuffle. Like, mm-hmm. uh, for example, you know, if you have a, a, a final number that was issued and then there was an HOA that needed to be paid. Homeowners or Association or fee. Homeowners <laughs> Association fee that needed to be paid. Well, then that increased the closing by probably, you know, $400 for that fee, for example. Right. And and that, that information be, only came right. in at the last minute kind of Exactly. Thing. Since it didn't have to be disclosed, then the customer says, hey, you know, I thought I was going to bring, you know, $3,000. Now it's $3,400. Uh-huh. What happened, you know? Uh-huh. And uh, you know, just things like that where before uh-huh. when we were hold, more accountable to send out that final number, um, that final number was basic would have had the final number that was it just doesn't create any confusion from that end of it right because you guys have one set of information that's regarding the title and mm-hmm. things like that and the lenders sitting over there with another set of information and it's just going to be a learning curve I think for lenders across the nation to uh, pick up and be able to communicate in a different manner more complete manner they're closer to the closing mm-hmm. but you're on real estate mortgage shop we're going to Fox News we'll see you back in just a moment Hi, this is Jackie Woodside from Marlboro, Massachusetts, author of Calming the Chaos. Back over to Real Estate Mortgage Shop with your host, Joe Garner. Five, four, one. 
And you're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and we're talking about liftoff, new TRID real estate and lending guidelines, all systems go. I am Joe Garner, mortgage loan officer. I'm your host today. And uh, sitting in the co-host chair, we have Joe Rojas with Fernley Martin and McDonald, and we want you around the table with us. Give us a call on the air while we're live at 901-535-9732 or outside the Memphis area, 800-474-9732. Uh, we have a little bit of a NASA theme going today, which is kind of exciting. Uh, we're exploring new frontiers, and we're doing that in the lending business and the real estate business, too. So there's a big correlation there. But um, uh, we're going to go back to our topic, and we are covering today what is TRID, and that is uh, the rules that the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau has passed and it's nationwide. It's not just for one lender or other. I mean, it's for everybody doing real estate, primary homes, second homes, investment properties. And we're going to uh, share with you some best practices wh- and what, how it affects you and all that stuff. So, Joe Rojas, I think you, you and I were talking at break. And um, you were, we were talking about what are the timelines. What, uh, yes, what, what are the timelines and, and how does that look if I'm a buyer or, or a refinance borrower trying to get through the loan process? Well, Joe, talk about the mandatory wait periods required now under the new TRID real estate lending regulations. Yes, those new wait periods, and only a government bureaucrat could come up with something like this. So uh, buckle buckle up and um, sit tight. The first mandated delay occurs when the borrowers officially receive their initial uh, loan estimate disclosure. Uh, The lender has up to three days from the official loan application to send that to the borrower. So if you do an official loan application, then in three days or less, you should get something from your lender, the official uh, cost and payment amounts and stuff like that. The borrower borrower, uh, has to sit on that for at least seven full days, not including Sundays and holidays, uh, in order to have plenty of time to review uh, this disclosure and how much they have to bring to closing. Clark, the clock starts ticking toward the seven days at the moment the borrower electronically signs, which could be the same day they got the document, or if they don't use email system, and this is big right now, if you're not using electronic system of signing, the lender is required to mail uh, and they have to wait out three days for the borrower to receive that closing estimate before the seven days even starts ticking. So uh, that's a little different than what we're used to. Other mandated delays require bar- the borrower to have a full three days to review the appraisal before they can close. Um, here's another one. Any revised loan estimates, such as uh, change circumstance. Let's say, for instance, that the kind of toward the middle of the loan, we find out, oops, this house needs flood insurance. So now there's flood insurance added. That's going to change what that initial disclosure estimated for their funds to close and what their monthly payment would be. Uh, payoff could be different. There could be a number of changes. Maybe the seller, maybe the appraisal comes in low and the seller can't pay as much closing for the buyer as they thought. So that's a change circumstance and all that has to be redisclosed. But um, once the loan is approved and the closing department has completed the closing disclosure for the borrower, this details all the final move-in costs. Uh, then that, this is new. This is as of October 3rd, 2015. The borrower needs to wait three days before they can close. 
gone are the days where they got the final HUD. We called it HUD-1 settlement statement back then. Here's my numbers. i got to close in the next hour. That's not happening anymore. The biggest change is you have to wait three days. Now, if something happens between the time you get your final numbers and you're waiting out the three days and then you decide, you know, I don't think I want this adjustable rate. I want to change the loan program and I, or maybe you do the walkthrough and you find out there's more repairs on that house than you thought and now the, the numbers change. The new closing disclosure, Joe, you guys, we give them another closing disclosure. They have to wait out an extra three days. But that's only if the loan program changes or if the APR, annual percentage rate, changes over a certain, you know, small increment. But um, that's kind of how it uh, how it plays out, and you know it takes a government bureaucrat to come up with all of that. <laughs> I could never have thought of it. Yeah. Spend a lot of yeah, spending a lot of time to you know try to protect the consumer, but you know in in the end, there's it just gets so technical that it it kind of just creates more of uh, you know just an extension of, of what the process should be, because you know just like um, you know it was said earlier. Uh, with Pat that, you know, the timelines, if, if everybody was kind of aware of the timelines, because everything really consists of a certain timeline, whether it's, you know, the property timeline because of the appraisal and the disclosure for the appraisal mm-hmm. and the wait time on the appraisal, mm-hmm. uh, the income side, you know, the 4506, you know, getting the taxes and, and making sure everything's is, is triple verified, basically. Right. And if that's in case there's not any additional docs that have to be mm-hmm. there. So that's there's another timeline there. Now we have the other disclosure timelines. That's involved. Uh, um, but but you know, there's easy ways the to get around The title timelines, this. there's a title timelines if there's issues, you know, if it's in the state, uh, if there's some liens that were not released. And you've been great help with helping my clients get okay. through some of those <laughs> some of those it's, little hiccups. It's, uh, you know, very a lot of investigative work sometimes on, on, the, on the liens because, um, you know, some, some companies, you know, may have been closed. It may have been a lien that was still attached to the property and it was 20 years ago never they never released it the customer thinks it was done because you know they, they paid they it off able, and they yeah. paid it off they refinanced whatever but the, the lien's still there so we find that a lot of times you know on the title work um but that is again it creates another timeline and of course and that's with a perfect world everything done within a 48 to 72 hour period but right. again you know you have underwriting timelines you know um you know, with us, you know, maybe sometimes the abstractors, you know, we get behind, people mm-hmm. take off. So there's a lot of stuff that, that still falls into the whole mm-hmm. trench. And then if it's all said and done, then there's the disclosure pieces. Right. You know, and and so and that's that's what's probably caused the most confusion, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and like Pat said, you know, the sellers are antsy because, hey, is it happening? Is it not happening? Right. Sometimes, um, you know, it's 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 a it's a work in progress. And. You know the mortgage business, like I said earlier, it's it's um, it's not an exact science, and and uh, unfortunately, you know, the the biggest thing is that you I know are working hard. Uh, me myself are working hard because we always want to put the consumer first, right? And make it make smooth sh- as possible. Make it smooth as possible, but you know there are different challenges because it's it's a lot of stuff outside of our uh, control. Right, and you know some of the best practices that my assistant Susan and I are using for uh, on our mortgage, my personal mortgage team, and I if I would if I'm working with someone, I want to work with you personally. Uh, before we even get started with the loan process, my assistant and I give our clients a short written tutorial with tips on how, uh, you know how how to uh, to do the uh, 
what what they need to bring in, what not to do in order to get through the loan process to uh, close the quickest and, of course, the smoothest. Tips reminding them about things they might already know, but several tips that show them what to watch out for under the new guidelines. So that way they don't have to have to memorize all this stuff. All they have to do is have an experienced you know, lender uh, with them. They have to have an experienced realtor, somebody like you, Joe, who knows this uh, in, inside and out. And just lean on your team of professionals so you don't have to remember all this stuff. But um, we try to give you a tutorial right up front, go over it with you, and it's convenient. It's like having a GPS on your phone when you're visiting a city for the first time. I strongly suggest, if at all possible, that our clients use email to transfer the official signed disclosures back and forth from my personal mortgage team to them and then from back to us. We have um, short, a short like two to three step process that makes emailing these documents easy, even for, pe even for people who aren't used to using email. Uh, mailing documents back and forth uh, still works, but under the newer guidelines, if you're mailing them through po the Postal Service, you're required to wait three business days for the documents to arrive and to your borrower and then uh, we have to then start the countdown on a three-day wait or a seven-day wait or whatever it is uh, before we can move, you know, move forward there. Other time savers is uh, for the borrower to have his or her income and asset documents readily available before the countdown starts once the rate is locked in. Uh, my, my personal team and I, we, we're going to offer uh, to get written authorization from our clients so that we can help them. If they're out of town on a business trip, we can help them by contacting their tax accountant or their banker, uh, mortgage holder, and we can get a lot of the documents just like that and make it easy for our client. But, you know, Joe, we've got uh, 30 seconds before we, we go to break, and I know that when we come back, you're going to be covering some tips on smooth closings in general. But real quick, can you name a couple that you can think off right off the top of your head of things to remember to go to closing? Well, one of the things um, I would say is just, um, you know, make sure that um, – you know, the, the patience piece. Hey, you know, we're all trying to work together and to make sure that, uh, you know, everybody has the right numbers so we can go over everything accurately. And, you know, we want to see some smiling faces at the closing. And we do see those. And uh, so we're going to come back. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer. You can connect with me by uh, going to jogarner.com. And uh, Joe Rojas with Fernley, Martin and McDonald. How do we contact you, Joe, after the show? Um, you can reach me at 901-289-5821. And like I said before, I'm always available. Yes, you are. And we'll see you guys back in just a moment. Hi, I'm Pat Goldstein. I listen to the Real Estate Mortgage Shop in Memphis and North Mississippi. And you're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. If you want to call me after the show, I would love to talk with you. I want to talk with you personally. 
The number to call to call me is 901-482-0354, or connect with me on my email, jo at jogarner.com. Today on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, we're talking about liftoff, new TRID real estate and lending guidelines, all systems go, kind of on the NASA theme here. And uh, you can see pictures of Joe Rojas and I in uh, the NASA launch uniforms on Facebook, Joe Garner Mortgage Consultant. And on Monday, you can see them in the blog at jogarner.com. Right now, it is time for the real estate tip of the week. And Joe Rojas, I believe you have it. Right on cue. I would say the real estate tip of the week would be, um, you know, I see a lot of refinances and uh, on the refinances when the primary borrower is on the loan, if they are married, the spouse needs to come in and sign. Um, The same happens for purchases as well, but, you know, on purchases, everybody's excited. The husband and wife want to come in and and see what they're signing and so forth. But on the refinance, a lot of times they forget that the spouse does need to come in and sign on the deed of trust. And uh, rescission notice, there's a couple of documents that they have to sign, but they do have to be um, there to sign a couple of documents because they're still on title. Right. And, you know, we run into that sometimes even if they are, like, separated or something. And I know you have certain times when you can overwrite over that and fix it. I love it when you call me and say, we fixed it, <laughs> but sometimes, you know, you can't. So be mindful of that. Remember that if you're, if you're married and your spouse is not going to be on the title or the uh, loan on uh, refinance or sometimes purchases. But uh, all right, so Real Estate Tip of the Week by Joe Rojas with Fernley, Martin, and McDonald. I've got a few announcements that I need to cover talk shop this Wednesday, January 27th, 2016, from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m., the mastermind principle based on the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Talk shop offers free networking and education to anyone interested in real estate or business every Wednesday, 9 to 10, at the University of Phoenix. That's in Memphis, 65 Germantown Court, first floor across uh, Germantown Parkway from the Ag Center. Talk shop events are free for the next two months thanks to our sponsors and advertisers and uh, one of those is Pat Goldstein who's a realtor with Cry Like and you can reach her at 901-606-2000. Thank you Pat. And for more information about Talk Shop go to talkshoppe.com. For this podcast of Real Estate Mortgage Shop and more, go to jogarner.com. Call me. I would love to help you. Uh, Let's make your plan, work your plan. If the deal works for you today, do it today. I want to say a special thanks to Sonia Balser, a rocket scientist out in California, for providing consultation on our NASA theme this morning. And special thanks to Nick Barnes, videographer. You can reach him at testvideostudios at gmail.com couple of quotes on our quote corner. This one coming from Bruce McCandless. He was the first untethered spacewalk during 1981. Uh, Bruce says, may well have been one small step for Neil, but it's a heck of a big leap for me. And uh, here's another quote, Joe, that I found. Um, it was a joke that was reportedly written on the wall in a hall at NASA's Jet Propulsion Lab in California after losing contact with that Mars polar uh, lander back in 1999. Here's the writing on the wall. Quote, we have your satellite. 
If you want it back, send $20 billion in Martian money. No funny business, or you will never see it again, <laughs> unquote. So some of these guys, they really do have a sense of humor, so uh, kudos to them. All right, so coming back, we've been talking about liftoff, the new TRID real estate and lending guidelines, and that went into effect back in October 2015. To sum up, what do you think some of the main points are? I can share one, and that is... Everything you've heard today, if your eyes are crossing and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I can't remember all that, the good news is you don't really have to because people like me and my team, my personal team, the mortgage business, and I'll, I'll do my business, my mortgage is through Evolve Bank and Trust, and Joe Rojas and his team, and uh, get a good realtor, somebody who has knows the drill, knows all about this, you don't have to worry about it. Just get a good team around you and let them do the heavy lifting. That's That would be my tip on that. Joe, do you have anything else you'd like to say? Well, I think the way that the industry is kind of trending is, um, you know, we, we almost have to let the, the, especially for the real estate agents, is to let probably the mortgage companies kind of dictate a little bit more of who is going to be handling the transaction to the closing end because right. – it really has to be a good team effort on a locked piece as far as the communication line between both parties to make sure everything goes even smoother. Because, um, you know, if, if, if the lender does not have a good um, communication with the closing side, right. that can create another delay. Mm -hmm. And everybody really has to be um, very speedy. Um, you know, when things are needed, it has to be done right away. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, whoever the, the lender is has to, it's better for them to choose where it needs to close because it's just part of like almost a transaction of, you know, the appraisal or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, different facets of, of, mm -hmm. of the whole transaction because you want, you, with all the regulations, you want more people that are, can work together. Right. It's kind of an analogy. If we want to keep our NASA theme analogy, it's like Mission Control's got to talk to the launch control got to talk to the exactly. astronauts and everybody's got to communicate and mm -hmm. that's exactly the way we see it and the way i see it in the real estate industry now communication is the key mm -hmm. and uh being prepared just like in the nasa program we know where we know where we are we know where we want to go we make those preparations we love having you guys on real estate mortgage shop today and um and every Saturday, if you want to catch us uh, during the week, go to jogarner.com. Check, check out some of our podcasts. Give me a call, 901-482-0354. And what number to call you, Joe? At 901-289-5821. Enjoy your snow day today in the Memphis area and across the country, and we'll talk to you next Saturday. See you then. Thank you for listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop Program, where we offer you solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com.